0: The NBA season is heating up, and Kevin O'Connor and Chris Vernon have got you covered on The Mismatch. They discuss all the news, the trends, and transactions happening around the league. They also offer their on-court analysis and occasionally get into heated debates. Check out The Mismatch on Spotify or wherever you get your
1: podcasts.
2: It's the Ringer NBA show presented by FanDuel. The road to the NBA Finals starts now, and FanDuel is the best place to get in on the action. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Quick Bets And listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 years and older, 18 and older in D.C., and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by Arby's. Arby's better not catch you slacking on snacking with their new two-for-five-dollar chicken wraps. And your choice of ranch, barbecue, honey, mustard, and a bonus flavor called Incredible Value. You can't taste it, but boy, is it sweet. Arby's two for $5 chicken wraps are here for a limited time of participating locations. Visit an Arby's near you or order ahead on the Arby's app. What's up? We're back on Real Ones FM and uh, we have the Mad Hooper. Waz, he's one of the newest additions of The Ringer. I can't understand why he's so mad. Um, he is a co-host on group chat. He's doing really well for himself here at The Ringer so far. Waz, why the hell are you mad?
1: The Knicks and their fans. Um, Yes, I made fun of y'all for basically turning Madison Square Garden into the CAA East. Your man got all his cronies in there, and it happened to work out. And y'all made the playoffs, and Juju Randall's doing his thing. You can stop texting me. You can stop atting me. You can stop talking to me, because y'all done in a week, all right? (laughs) You're going to get smoked within five games by the Hawks. Tray TL is up in your ass. It's over for y'all. Stop hitting me. You're gonna get worked. It's a nice story. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait.
2: Watts, 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 Watts. Aren't you from New York? Of course. Aren't you from New York? Of
1: course. You know I'm Brooklyn. Why are you, know you I'm so mad? You? All day and I'm Shadyville Queens all day. Of course, you know that. But Knicks. You, shouldn't you be a Knicks fan? I'm not a, you Knicks be like fan. Knicks? a Knicks fan. I never was a Knicks fan. I was not inspired by Derek Harper. Sorry, Greg Anthony didn't do it for me. Sorry. Oh. Okay. Hubert Davis, that was you that Big was talking about. I got a story to tell. I wasn't riding oh. with you, okay? You didn't like Mason? You didn't like Anthony I liked Mace. Anthony Mason. No, he had a dope guy? haircut. He used to always get the lines and the designs in his head. I thought that was fire. My immigrant Haitian parents wasn't having it, so I looked up to Anthony Mason for the serious haircuts. But other than that, I was never rocking with y'all. I was happy when you and Mr. Finger Roll, Okay. I was happy oh, when John Starks okay. went two for 17 in the finals. I was oh. happy. I was happy when Mike oh. gutted you every single year, at Nick fans. I was happy.
2: Wait, 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 wait. How are you even welcome back to where you're from? This is
1: crazy. This is crazy. Because I live in L.A., man. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm in the sands, man. I'm on Sunset Boulevard, as Stephen A. would say, man. I'm on Wilshire, man. I, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm out here, man. That's all it is. But okay. yeah, Nick fans, stop hearing my line. Yo, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of opening up my Twitter and all I see is, oh, but, but we're going to do this. Oh, what happened? Yes, you got a nice 4C. We happy for you. Enjoy your oh. week in the playoffs. You're done. Are you happy for well, them? Wait, wait, wait,
3: wait, wait. wait, We have
2: another Matt Hooper. <laughs> Sirit, I'm not, I'm not. Another <laughs> I'm not Another mad audition.
3: about anything. I'm not mad What's about anything. On, but I will say, I will say, Knicks fans, if you would like to get in touch with Waz, um, <laughs> his handle is Big Waz on Twitter, IG, Snapchat. Uh, if you'd like to be a little bit more direct, you can just hit me uh, up and I'll yeah. give you his phone number. Just don't say it came from me.
1: We not going to rain on your parade. Y'all, y'all go enjoy it. Just don't hit my line no more. That's why I'm mad. At you Logan. literally. You literally just rained on their parade (laughs) for no reason other than your hateful
2: spite. It's pretty much unbecoming, but we have a show to do. So, real one's up next. This episode is brought to you by Arby's. It's 3 p.m. and dinner is still hours to come. Maybe lunch didn't quite hit the spot. That's where the new two-for-five-dollar chicken wraps from Arby's come in. Available in ranch, barbecue, and honey mustard. They're perfect for the afternoon snack attack or... As an add-on to your meal, Arby's two-for-five-dollar chicken wraps are here for a limited time at participating locations. Visit an Arby's near you or order ahead on the Arby's app. What is up? This is Logan Murdoch from The Real Ones. Just want to give you a quick update before this podcast. No Roger today. He's catting. So we had Sirrit and Big Waz, two of the newest editions of The Ringer. Um, we did a little uh, simulcast on, lock, on the Locker Room app. You should go check it out. Um, and this is the full episode that we did on Locker Room. We uh, talked about a lot of cool things, talked about the playing game, talked about our championship, um, our champion, excuse me, and um, answered some questions. So um, lock in on that. It was a really fun episode. Tap in. What's poppin'? Logan Murdoch. Real ones. We have two special guests here. No Roger today. He can So we got Big Waz, who is here on Saturday. And we also have the newest, newest, newest edition of the Wranger. Syrus Sohe was popping. How y'all Clampin doing? Clap
1: it up! Clap it up! Clap it up! Clap it up! Clap it yeah. up! Clap it up! Clap it yeah. up! Clap it up! Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's, That's it. it. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> we here now. We
2: Legendary
3: here
1: vibes oh in the gosh. building. Syrah, <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: how are you doing? This is your first official like yeah ringer assignment. What's what's going on? How are you feeling right now?
3: Assignment. That just. I mean that 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 grants it more importance, I guess. Um. I'm I'm good. I'm good. I'm very excited to be here. Okay. I can't believe I can't believe we're here. We made it.
2: We're here. We did I, it. Yeah. We're, we're, we're doing this. This is happening mm-hmm. right now. We're Look at th- us. Who would have thought? Me. Maybe you. The whole okay, way through.
3: Word. Whole way through. <laughs> word. Word.
2: Word. Word. Man, it's good to see, it's good to see y'all faces, man. We all here are talking on the, what is this the the end of the regular season as we Finally. know it for this season. We here yeah thankfully, mm-hmm. huh? yeah so we are here <laughs> <laughs> at the final end. um it's about to be uh play in time, not play off time, play in time right now what are um let me start with syt the 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 legend what is your favorite scenario? i mean what is your favorite play in matchup going into the playing round? We have them all set up. Mm-hmm. what's your fave going in right now
3: i mean that's kind of that's kind of obvious. It's I Lakers, like Lakers Warriors, obviously. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. I mean, you could have been a hipster. Just, I don't know. You could have just done some hipster stuff.
3: Just two goats. Okay. That's all. Well, I am. I mean, I'm. I'm looking forward to just watching I, watching the Celtics get beat. Honestly, like that'll mm. be fun. Just cause mm. like put a put a final mm.
1: stake, mm. just
3: a little dagger in there. Spice. Be, you know. I like
1: this. I like this Tabasco you pouring on this. I well, like they're that. they're just
3: they're really just one of those teams that needs to be put out of their misery. I really enjoyed today <laughs> when the Hornets and the the Hornets and the Wizards were playing, and there, there was a there was this there was this constant refrain from the announcers of like, these guys will then get to play the Celtics. Like that is a reward if you are the eighth or ninth seed. And just, I just loved that framing of the situation.
2: So, <laughs> Waz, are you on the same wing? Or, or you have like a hipster dark horse pick that we don't even know about yet? Nah, who, who, nah, who nah, 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 nah,
1: I want to, I want to watch LeBron and Steph go full tilt to try to get Phoenix rather than Utah. Cause everybody knows you'd rather play Phoenix. Um, but, to what Sir was saying. Um, so I made my ringer debut on the answer with Chris Ryan. And before he sent me a rundown and he said, and one of the, the things on the rundown was like, is Boston going to be a scary <laughs> seven seed for the Brooklyn Nets? <laughs> and, then, and then before we could even get to the show, he had cut it out because <laughs> he was <laughs> like, of course not. They stink.
2: They stink. But don't you want to have a little bit of just like, I don't know some cosmic way, vibes going. Like maybe that you know maybe a, it could be like a Disney movie popping where like the underdog wins despite all odds. You don't think that is, none, none of y'all think that's gonna happen? There's no like no, no.
3: Like there is nothing Disney about this Celtics team beating the Nets, Matt. There's just like <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's no storybook ending with these guys. It just needs to it needs to finish. Yeah.
1: Yeah, once Jalen Brown went down, the intrigue was like, well, they do have three stars on their team. It is a, it's like, you're a dub. It's over. You're finished.
2: All right, man. I tried. Sorry, I, tried it. I, I tried to have some intrigue in here. <laughs> Let's just for, for full reference, here are the teams that are, here are the matchups for the playing tournament. We have the Grizzlies and the Spurs, the 9 and 10. We have the Wizards Pacers 9 and 10. In the Eastern Conference, I don't know how much we're going to talk about the Eastern Conference tonight. To be honest, I, I don't. I don't really. I don't think that's going to be a vibe. Um, we have the Celtics-Hornets, which uh, that's going to be a hard. That's going to be a hard watch. Um, and let's just talk about the game that we all really want to talk about. Man, is the Lakers and the Warriors Wednesday? It's it's going to be a vibe, man. As somebody had just watched Steph in person, do it was probably the greatest. Most inefficient game I've ever seen. And I watched Kobe throughout his whole career. It was it was great like that. There were like eight different legendary moments to happen. Like seven of them happened in the fourth quarter. I saw it in person, I'll get to that in a bit. Waz, what did you feel like when you saw Steph ball out on television, wherever you were? What, what was going through your, your mind when you when you saw him do his thing against the Grizzlies today?
1: You know what 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 kills me about this whole season? One, I predicted the Warriors wouldn't make the playoffs, so they made me look bad. So I feel bad about that. Um, but mm. two, but two, it's like, it's just Steph, man. Like I, I keep telling people, they need to make the statue right now. Make the statue right now while he's still playing. Put it in front of Chase Center. Because this team has no business being in the postseason but for Steph's greatness. I remember a game against Portland way early in the season. He dropped like 60. They won by mm. three. Or yeah. something crazy like that, right? Like, he's put the team on his back, and it's just been dope to watch because there's no reason to do this, right? Like, this team is not going to win the championship, probably not going to get out of the first round. And he's putting everything on the line this season like a real G. I think he's just, I don't know, man. I, I love this. This is my favorite step season, honestly. So, so I, um,
2: this is not even. This is very shameless. So I play NBA 2K like a lot of people, right? I'm playing NBA 2K20 because I was cheap. I was very cheap and to get 21. So what I did was, and nobody wanted to hold me down with a copy. So what happened was, I create my own player, right? And I just, you know, like everybody does, right? Just to make it fun. All 99s. It's all good. So, and I specifically put fake real Logan Murdoch on a 2K team, right? And usually the team goes down and. Fictional, real Logan Murdoch goes and brings them back, no matter what. They, what it is, right? Mm-hmm. At Hall of Fame. That is what Steph did Steph today. That's exactly <laughs> what Steph did today. Sirit, is there a world where Steph does this against the Lakers and the Warriors beat the Lakers in the play, in the first playing game?
3: Yo, honestly, I just I just love the way that you Sims an origin story for yourself like that. I love
2: Um, (laughs) that. Did you see the vibe? Did you see how that worked out? I
3: did. I do. I do. I, I like it. You know, just speak it into existence, simulate it into existence. Logan, uh, I, that's kind of my favorite scenario. What I would like to see happen is the Warriors make the playoffs off the first game, play the Suns and the Lakers play the jazz in the first round. That would honestly probably be my favorite scenario. Because I just I just want more Steph. Like what a gift this man is. That's what I kept thinking watching this whole game. And I agree with you, was it's totally my favorite Steph season two. He's like taking twenty two threes with grit somehow. Blake. There's like a there's like a, <laughs> you know he's powering through to manage to somehow take all these threes. And that was such a difficult game for him because the Grizzlies just they make it rough. They they just yeah yeah it was a it was. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun, Logan. I'll, I'll let you talk about the game specifically since you were actually there. But it was kind of just like vintage. Why I really enjoyed Steph this season, just gutting through and somehow still making it look pretty. So
1: Siri thinks they're gonna beat the Lakers. What about you, Logan?
2: Oh, I, I think the Lakers are gonna beat them. <laughs> I, don't think that there's, I don't think the Lakers. Have, I don't think the Warriors have a chance. Like I love the dream it's world that Siri has. I love the Siri. One the world.
3: game. Anything can happen in one game.
2: I don't think I don't think that the I don't think that LeBron's going to let that happen. But um, as far I would like in the dream world, yeah, of course, like that would that would be cool if like the if boy if if Steph went on like a rampage and scored like sixty in Staples and you know it, it something like that happens, Draymond's talking hella shit. He's saying you know we would we still got we still got you. I don't know. Just it'll be it would be a fun thing. However, I don't think that's going to happen. I, I just don't. I think that. I think that if I think that even if a Steph has a big game, the mm-hmm. Warriors' front line is so terrible that you just give the ball to AD <laughs> <laughs> down the stretch. And that just nullifies anything that Steph does. But um to your point, Seared, about the game today, it was it was one of my favorite Steph games of all time because Like, there's no one for him to pass the ball to down the stretch, bro. Like, there's nothing for him to do. There was a play, like, uh, I think it was in the final, it was his last three, where Jaron Jackson um, is switched on to him, and he has him at half court. And (laughs) Steph's not even bothered, and he throws the ball to Draymond, and he cuts right to the three-point line. Draymond gets it right back to him, and he shoots three. And I think that was the Baron Davis moment. Every time you watch Steph it's like the first time you watch Steph man it's 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 intoxicating it's great it's it's amazing um but that being said I don't think that there that's going to be enough to beat the Lakers I'm I'm sorry Siri I'm sorry I apologize It's just it's
3: like it's like the first sip of coffee in the morning the first three in every game. It's just, exactly. It's and, really but, you something know,
1: else. But to Seret's point about Golden State winning, I think it'd be best for us as fans. I legitimately think a Phoenix Golden State series would actually be interesting. Whereas I think the Lakers are going to sweep the Suns. And you I do think that. Yeah. I th- yeah wait. Before oh, we get to that,
2: hold that thought, Wiles. Hold that thought, wise. Let's talk about the Lakers really quickly because we're talking about this playing game, and we'll, we'll get to we'll get to the easiest path to the finals. We'll get to all that stuff. But the Lakers. If I were to tell you, if I were to tell you, Oz, that the Lakers would be playing in the playing game, if I told you that in December, what would you tell me? What would you tell the rest of this locker room audience? What, what would you say?
1: Are we allowed to curse on here? I just said, yeah. I just, <laughs> yes, go ahead. I you out your monkey-ass mind, dude. <laughs> Like, you know, I thought the Lakers were the clear title favorite coming into the season. I think I really am into the drumming pickup. Cause I just like the versatility of their front court. Like, not that he should play 30 minutes against every single team, but matchup dependent, I like what they could do, man. I like the mark thing. I like the obviously we know AD at the five is ultimately what's gonna make their team, you know, as best as they could possibly be. I just think they're really freaking good right now. Um, and if LeBron is basically close to 85, 90%. They're still the best team in the West to me. Um, even better than the Clippers. Obviously, much better than Utah.
2: Sarah, what what do you think? Would you did you did you foresee this coming?
3: I, I didn't predict this, no. Uh Waz, well, I was, I'm really curious why you think the Suns are a better matchup for the Lakers than the Jazz
1: because uh, um Logan mentioned terrible front courts. Their front court stinks. Like if you you that Sarage thing at the five and Frank the Tank at the five that they were doing all regular season, that shit ain't gonna work against the Lakers. It's just not. It's untenable. Like if, your front, it's not like league. If DeAndre the Aiden,
2: Aiden can't be be your defender <laughs> down the stretch, bro, then like it's cookies for AD. It's it's just cookies. Like it's it, that's what it is. Well, why? Do you have a do you have a counter to it? Because you asked this question. Do you have a counter for this? Do no, you, do I was you think just that- I was,
3: I was curious. Um, yeah, yeah. I think I just I just think the Jazz are an easier beat than the Suns. Now I get the matchup thing. But I don't really think that Gobert is going to be out here handling AD. And we can talk about Gobert later, which I'm oh, sure man. we will. I think this, of, is, this course course is about to be will. like the seven um. podcasts in a row <laughs>
1: that I crap on Rudy Gobert, and I'm starting to feel bad about it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> w- w- Waz, Waz is—Gobert's they going to have to see you at Staples next like, time. Like,
1: seriously, year. bro? I'm just I might have to avoid a, this dude.
2: Nah, you from, you from Queens. You can't do that. Um. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, but I, I don't know, man, I have been really, I mean, I've I've been, I know you talked about the Drummond pickup, and I'm not, I'm not sure, I'm not sure about that, I'm not sure about that, the Drummond pickup, I think that um, it's just a, it's a weird kind of conundrum the Lakers face themselves in, right, because Drummond has to get paid, he's trying to get a bag this summer, right, and he's going to play like he's trying to get a bag, so he's going to want to start, he's going to want to play, um, He's gonna to wanna to play all these minutes when Mark Gasol has clearly shown that he is more of a fit in this offense. So I don't I'm not really as high on that pickup. However, I don't think it'll be that big of a, a deal when the playoffs come. Hey, bro, you're just gonna to have to lock in. And if you have to come off the bench, you're gonna to have to come off the bench. Sarah, do you see that that being a problem down the at, down the no, stretch at I like, all? Like, I okay. like
3: that. It's a thing, you know. I honestly cause cause what Drummond gives him, other than just a little bit more passing and stuff, is that like he kind of fit really seamlessly into what they lost this off season with some of the guys that were taking up vertical space, like JaVale and Dwight, he's not quite the same that way. Like, I think with JaVale, you can kind of really just throw it up wherever you wanted. But, like, let's face it, it's LeBron James. He doesn't need, you know... Mm-hmm. The radius can be pretty small. He'll get it where it needs to go. Uh, Yeah, just... I think they were really, really missing that. And now we're... I think, like, we're kind of finally starting to see it. But the fact is, like, they already kind of know how to play that way. Uh, Drummond has played with other bigs before, too. So, I kind of... I kind of just like that he gives them that element because... Thing with Gasol is that like you kind of really have to push him to be aggressive on offense sometimes. Mm-hmm. So if you're not necessarily getting exactly Dude, what you need, the rock, it's he weird. really does. He really does, Um, which can be really good sometimes. Like he can grease the wheels really nice, and like he's he's an awesome teammate. But you know we really got to push it sometimes. And like Andre, like what they had that. Last year was just like this straight bucket that the thing is like no one else in the West can guard that. Like there's no combination that can go up also guarding LeBron in the pick and roll and then be able to like jump up and be able to steal a lob from them. Like, I guess that's probably, you know, I'll walk my ba- myself back from from the Jazz thing because that's probably the one thing. Uh, the one team that could stop that is the Jazz, but aside from that, like, I just don't see it really happening. I, I love that they have both. I think it's, you know, it's it's a team with vets. You have LeBron. You're going to figure it out. Andre Drummond, like you said, he wants to get paid. He's not going to make a fuss. Like, he's going to get to win a ring, and, you know, if in some series, he's not that useful, then he's not that useful. And then cassol on the other hand, the benefit of the guy doesn't shoot at all is that he won't care if he's on the bench. It'll be fine.
2: Oh, he's cared if he's on the bench, <laughs> though. There, there's 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 it's documented that he'll he cares. Care, if he's
3: but he'll on get the all bench. like you know, he won't make it a thing. I'm sure everybody you, cares, right?
1: Mark Gasol, low-key is a bit of a diva, but he's white, so we wouldn't call him oh. that. Whoa. Like, like he kinda is, bro. Him. He kinda is, bro. He got my man, he got my man Fizzdale fired. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's a bit of a, like—and he was getting a, a little bit ornery about not getting the minutes early on in the season. It's like, yo, bro, Cooley, you're going to play in the playoffs when the matchup dictates that you do.
2: I mean, it, it didn't help when the, war, the Lakers were in that, in that, in that snafu of, <laughs> of, the, uh, of the season. And um, when Drummond first got on the team— and he wasn't playing well. He wasn't, he had the stats, but he wasn't playing well. And then you put in Marcus All and the offense immediately flows. That doesn't really that helps Marcus all's case of being mad, right? And Siri, you said that he's not necessarily a scorer. I don't know if he has to be, if if he's passing and he has all these guys around him and he can give more space to AD, no?
3: But they need to use that spacing, too, because the Lakers don't have a lot of shooters. Exactly. Like, if this was was a team like, you know, maybe like the Clippers or even the Jazz, where they have a bunch of really strong shooters, and yeah, you could just use Gasol for the sake of his gravity. But I think, you know, when you get into the matchups in the playoffs, like, you really know... You know, how, how much am I really going to have to contest this guy in order to get him not to shoot? And they can already suck in so much from some of these other guys that, like, you really actually need to prove it if you're him. Like, they're, they're if he's on the floor, they're going to have to rely on him to actually do and it. And the
1: thing is, Logan, like, because LeBron and AD put so much pressure on the rim... Mm-hmm. everybody sucked in. These are mm-hmm. practice threes this guy is taking, dude. Yep. Like, nobody's going to be near him. He has to shoot that. And if he's mm-hmm. making it at, like, 35%, that's a good shot in the playoffs, mm-hmm. you know, when you're playing mm-hmm. against some of the best, most locked-in defenses. So I want to see him fire fire that thing, man, because he's going to be wide open. that's why, like, Marcus Morris last year, nobody thought this guy was a shooter. But he's taking practice threes the whole playoffs, and yeah. so he was making them because, again, mm-hmm. with LeBron and AD, you have to bring everybody down there or else they're going to cook you inside. So I think Mark's needs, he's going to have to like shoot some jumpers. Now,
2: is something we talked about. Rondo
1: the, was making freaking jumpers last year for, for goodness was Playoff Rondo is a different Playoff. thing. It's different.
2: <laughs> All right. <laughs> now, now I, this is something that we talked about in the, in the pre pod meeting, um, or at least something that I brought up and asked. Um, and I want to ask again in front of the viewing audience our uh, listening audience do we how do we feel about we always you know bash tanking but how do we feel about playoff tanking and what i mean about playoff tanking is when you've already clinched a spot and you do what the clippers did tonight and blatantly just just throw a game so you have to avoid a team <laughs> and avoid a matchup. They tried to, They what they did was, for context, they literally sat their starters and all their best players against the Oklahoma City Thunder so they wouldn't be in the same bracket as the Lakers. I'm going to start with you, Sarah. Are you for this or are you against this strategy?
3: Yo, man, honestly, like, it only sucks because it's the Clippers, you <laughs> know? With was any other—I'm so cool with Denver doing it. I'm just like, yeah, it's great strategy, you know? Like, of course you should just do it. It's just part of the gamesmanship. With the Clippers, it's just like, guys, come on. Like, why are you ducking? Why are you ducking? Just take
2: them. I, I, you know what? I think it's—I'm going to get to you, and I want to get your opinion, Waz. But I think it's because—go oh, go ahead, Sir. Did I cut you off?
3: No. I, what were you going to say?
2: I just. I just think the reason why we'd say it's the Clippers is because— they stick their chest out like they've won something mm-hmm. all year, and they d- this is this is the move of a team that has won two <laughs> titles, won two or three titles in a row. We're gonna rest. We're just gonna rest this, and it doesn't matter who we play. That's why, and it's just the demeanor I think of the Clippers. It, is, am I right? Is that? Do you think that's the, that would be a reason? Just the, the general demeanor of why of I think behind it's because this? of what
3: we expect out of the Clippers. Okay. Um because with Denver even especially with Jamal going out i think there's an understanding that they have to game how far they're going to go they're now an underdog right so now it's like totally fine that they're going to be doing things that try to give themselves a better chance like if they if they go into these games just slowing it down and shooting a bunch of threes we'd be like yeah that's totally cool like what a great gimmick for this underdog to try to use but with the clippers we just don't see them that way we're like yo you said you are who you are so go and be that team and I think I think that's where the disconnect is. But honestly, like I, it's fine when any team does it. Of course, you should try to avoid the Los Angeles no, Lakers. It's no, LeBron no, James. No, yeah, you should. No. No, it's some sucker
2: ultimately, shit. Ultimately it some sucker like, shit. It's,
3: <laughs> it's fun to dog on the Clippers, but come on. You no, should I'm be. not dogging the Clippers. If you I'm can avoid it a- getting them, like you should probably try. I just feel like not playing LeBron James. I'm not a coach. Didn't play in the league, but I just feel like not playing LeBron James in the playoffs is a pretty good strategy. For
2: the sake, I'm going to get to in a second, Waz. I just have to get this point off, bro. My thing is, it's not even a a Clippers-specific thing. I just think it's some suck shit when you just say— Like, if we were—Waz, if me, you, and Sierra were playing in the park, right? I'm not going to be like—
1: We're not ducking nobody. I'm not ducking you, bro. We're not ducking ducking anybody. I'm not
2: ducking— All right, all right. So, you on my Mm -hmm. side on this—Waz, go ahead. You're on my side on this one, right?
1: Yes. I, I, first of all, I'm laughing the whole time, Logan, because obviously I know you're a Laker fan, but I didn't realize the level of disdain and disgust that you have for the Clippers organization. And I'm realizing it in real time as you're setting up the, the subject. So that's fire. I feel like I feel like I'm getting to know you better right now just from your setup of the subject. But what I will say is, man... I was around the Clippers all year last year when everybody and their mama and nobody wants to freaking repeat this. But everybody thought this team was so much better than everybody else. That goes from the media and that goes internally. I'm talking about you can go from management to the players to the damn trainers. Everybody in that damn organization just knew they were going to freaking win the championship last year and then they freaking shit the bed against the nuggets. And now we were supposed to think it was like, you know, humility. Ah uh, ah uh, uh, uh. It's like, yo, play who you got to play, man. I just want to I just want to defend myself
2: a little bit, Wasp. No, go the, ahead. the reason why I have this disdain for the Clippers right now is because of last season. They were supposed it was to meet in the it was Western a lot. Conference. Finals with lie. the Lakers. They were supposed to. They stuck their chest out all year, and we, and then, and every talking head or everybody was like, yeah. "Don't worry, the Clippers are number one. They're the team. They're the yeah. team." And they, yeah. and they, and they, and they. That's why I'm just disappointed, and I haven't, I haven't gotten that taste out of my mouth. That's no, just all. It is.
1: And the thing is, the reason why I can't even be mad at you, because honestly, like as a Mets fan, like the Braves Ooh. were always tradition. I know the Braves were always traditionally kicking our asses, right? So they are division rival. You know to hate the Braves, but when you were New Yorker, you actually live amongst Yankee fans. So you learn to hate the Yankees even more. So I feel like the Clippers, like the Clippers are your Yankees. It's like, oh, they're in the building. They're, they're always LA our way, all of that crap that they do with, they always put, pitting themselves against the Lakers. So I get it. I I really get it.
3: What was, I have a question for you. Yeah, Um, of course. So one of the things I very briefly got to, Get some insight on was like the Lakers Clippers dynamic within LA, Mm -hmm. but I mean I moved to LA last year for about three weeks. I went to I think I went to like four or five games in in both arenas, and that was enough time to get get the sense Mm -hmm. that both of these teams only ever think about each other. And like that, that's probably a little bit of hyperbole, but I was shocked at the level at which. Mm Both organizations on every level, like just from staff and stuff, are just constantly kind of like bitching about the other yeah. one mm-hmm. um, I was just curious what you thought of that since you were actually there like i I was only I only kind of got like, okay, like this is happening
1: I mean, uh, the spot the streetlights, not spotlights. Sort of marketing stuff the Clippers was doing last year. It was, it was cheesy, but you know, it's something that a guy draws up in a boardroom, right? It's not like Paul George or Kawhi Leonard came up with that, but you're right about their self identity being like the Lakers are all basically flash and dash, and we're the methodical, well-run, competent organization. We're not, our GM isn't quitting. Our GM mm-hmm. isn't quitting live on Twitter in front of a bunch of, um, you know, reporters before he tells our owner before that. Like, we're the ones that have our stuff together. That's sort of how they self-identified, right? And the mm-hmm. Lakers were the clown show. And it's like with that style, we're substance, right? Like that's that's what they self-identified as. But then when you you know when you do what you did against Denver last year, it's like all of that all of that stuff kind of goes out the window, and you got to wear that, you know. Yeah. And yeah. the Lakers handle I mean, no business. It.
3: You got to do, like, the real, whatever the NBA version of just, like, deactivating all your all your social accounts for a little while. It's, like, yeah. you just got to really lay low for a bit.
2: Just do, like, some, tweet out some Budweiser ads for, like, two months straight. Just, like, just... Forget the engagement. Not, nah, I don't know, man. The, the Clippers just annoy me in general, just because of that. Clippers games are also very fun. So, you know, shout out to the Clippers for the environment at Staples. They do a great job there. Um, I do want to give the Eastern Conference. But there's some love. a lot
1: less IG honeys there, though. So that's you know, all you care about, though, You know what I mean? Like I'm not really,
2: I, I'm not, I'm there to work, sir. I'm not really yeah. there. To, I'm not really there to look at that, sir. I'm there to work. Aren't you? Um, aren't
3: you in a committed relationship, Waz? No, 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 no. I'm I'm newly uh, single. Oh, three months. Oh gosh, I'm in we're the gonna... streets. We breaking we're getting, news, Siri.
1: <laughs> we're
2: getting messy <laughs> here. Um, <laughs> wow. We are getting uh.
3: All right. I'll hit you up about that later on. <laughs> wow. Yeah,
2: we'll okay, so we'll um,
1: definitely give you the gory details. Don't worry.
2: Well then, um, before we get to questions, <laughs> um, who do we have winning the title? I'm gonna go first. I'm gonna go with the Lakers to win the title. Um, just I really like. I got talked into Brooklyn a cu- couple weeks ago, but I'm going with the Lakers just in general. Um, who you got, here?
3: Oh, uh, I got the Nets. I got the Nets. Um, mm. So, a couple why do you why, why do you have
2: the Nets? Why do you? Yes, there we go.
3: So first, I'll, I'll do the the anti-Laker side of it first, uh, and and most of it really just comes down to fatigue. Um, it just feels like a lot. Mm-hmm. and LeBron's old and like that, that, it, we, we pretend it doesn't matter, but like it usually kind of does when he finally goes up against competition that matters. Um, And also just, it would be the first time since LeBron, since uh, KD was healthy before that LeBron would be in a series where he wasn't the best player. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, well, I mean, Katie's. Katie I'm agreeing is. with
2: you. I'm agreeing with
3: yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, and and he's also a guy that can actually guard him. Nobody can guard Katie in that series. Um, so obviously a lot of it will come down to health for the Nets, but they're also very skilled. Uh, they're very skilled in a league that increasingly values that and referees that increasingly like just don't really let you play very physical basketball. So I don't know. I'm just kind of. I'm just gonna kind of take that over time.
2: That's an interesting wrinkle. Like. The Kevin Durant LeBron matchup, right? Because over the years, LeBron—I mean, Kevin—has balled out against LeBron every Finals, mm-hmm. I think, except for the one in OKC. But every time he's been with the Warriors, he's and played him in the Finals. By and large, he has been better than LeBron on the floor. We have seen that. Waz, do you think that goes into play in your selection, or are you picking? Are you going to pick the Lakers?
1: I like the Lakers because they've done it already, right? Like when the going gets tough, I, I have confidence oh. in the Lakers to. Sort of figure it out. Where you don't think Nets, that gets
2: nullified with with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving? That that argument yeah, but, gets nullified. But, but, at the, they,
1: but at the same time, like it's different. Man. Like it's different in the playoffs, too. Like KD's cooking people in the regular season, but like it's not like when it's not like we haven't seen them in places like say OKC. Where, like, you know, he wasn't able to just drop 35 every single game efficiently, right? And he's older and he's coming off of an Achilles. Like, I want to actually see him do this, you know, on 44 minutes of grueling work, right? And against the best competition. Like, I actually want to see him do that off the Achilles. Like, I want to see him explode past people over and over. Like, actually have to use his best moves... Every single time down the floor to score consistently, right? Like, I want to see him do it on that leg, right? So that's why I think the Lakers still got it. And I just think, you know, the the lack of continuity, I think, is going to have to matter at some point for the Nets in the, in the um, playoffs. I think next year, when they're able to just sort of pick every ring chaser and veteran and whatever and round their team out, they're going to be ridiculously tough to deal with, but I think this year, man, I think the Lakers, their continuity, and they got enough talent to do it. But Brooklyn's the most talented team in the playoffs, though.
2: My my argument for the Lakers, and it's the same argument that I guess I, I have against all the the other teams against the Phoenix Suns, is like the Brooklyn Nets don't have a front court, man. Like mean, I try if if it's if you're gonna ask me to pick in the matchup between AD and DeAndre Jordan, I'm gonna pick AD. Like you just give him the ball and. Is cookies so that's why I, that's why I have the Lakers winning in a, ma- in a matchup. and we already know about the Nets defense like we, we we already know about that all year and I don't think that that translates I think that that translates into the postseason we've seen that time and time again where if you have a bad defense in the regular season by and large you're probably going to translate that into the postseason so got the Lakers man. Um, all right so we are going to on, um, What's up?
1: Milwaukee fans are going to be mad if we just say the Nets are going to walk to the Eastern Conference Milwaukee allegedly I mean, f- has f- Philadelphia is a better shot them. than, than yeah, the Bucks
3: do the, are, yeah, but well, are, you know
1: Drew Holiday is a great defender allegedly yeah, X, yeah, Y, and totally. I mm-hmm. I don't know <laughs> I'm just Chris saying Middleton, we gotta Chris Middleton's them. ready to Chris, step into yeah, it and yeah, all that yeah, yeah, stuff. Guard all yeah, 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 and it's all positions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Allegedly. Yeah, okay. Go all to right, a different all level. Right,
3: <laughs> <laughs> all right, okay. Budenholzer's Bo- Bo- right. Bo- gotten better at making adjustments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right.
2: Okay. All right. <laughs> Bag time. Time to pay the bills. We'll be back. This episode is supported by State Farm. Man. Level up your next four-wheeled adventure with the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder, built to navigate you to some of Earth's most awe-inspiring spots with seven drive modes and all the power you need. Get the thrill of the drive in every moment of your journey with the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder. Learn more at nissanusa.com. We got our, uh, we got our CMO in here. We got Jomi, uh, the chief meme officer in the building. We out here. Um, we are here to um, have questions, man. Let's do it. Um, you have been looking at the chat all, all podcast long. Let's get a couple questions in, man. What do we got in the chat, bro?
0: You guys feel free to ask your questions in the chat. I've got one. Um, who do you guys think in the, in the East? Because there's, you know, the Nets. Obviously, we talked about the Nets. We talked about the Bucks. Nobody's talked about the Sixers. They're the, mm-hmm. they're the number one seed in the, in the East. What do you guys think of their chances to, to win the chip this year?
1: I hate their their perimeter shot creation. If In the playoffs, perimeter shot creation is basically how you win championships for the past decade. And so, like, if you're telling me Tobias Harris is your perimeter shot creation, you're dead in the water. You're done. Sorry. You're done.
2: I just (laughs) – I think more than anything – the, with the Sixers and their, you know, their two best players and their coach, over the last few oh Lord. playoffs, have oh Lord. not shown that they can win at the highest stages. In fact, they have been disappointments. Doc Rivers, we saw what his Clippers did last year. We've seen what Ben Simmons,
1: but he invented and Joel Ubuntu though.
2: He did. That was also not in this decade or last month. <laughs> that was in two thousand and eight. So but with that being said, I just don't trust them. I don't trust mm. them when the going gets tough. They would have to prove that to me. And I'll be I'll be dope if they did prove that they can take it to the next level. But as of right now, I'm not trusting them. I'm not gonna trust them. Sir, what you think?
3: Uh I do think they are like defensively very well prepared for the playoffs, but I just think on offense, like when the going gets tough, it's just it's just a lot of pressure to put on Embiid. Um, I worry about you know his health status. I also just worry about the crazy amount of usage that he'll have to have for them to you know take on a team like the Nets, for example, or you know just get like you know worked around by the Heat, who are going to have Bam Adebayo guarding guarding him, which is just like it's just not easy. I think there's just so many scenarios where he just gets worn out. I think he'll have a great series in whatever it is that they. I feel like they'll get knocked out, and he'll have like one of those like epic best all time loss series, just because like. That's gonna have to be the offense. And they're like pretty good at making sure he gets the ball, but that that kind of stuff, like you can just game plan against it a little bit better in the playoffs. And I don't know, we'll have to see. I do I do believe in them a little bit. You know, like I'm not they're probably they're probably like second for me behind the nets in terms of teams I can get out of the East. I just I just tend to give the edge to like the team that has just real perimeter creators, like to Waz's point, man. Like it just it just matters so much. Just go get a bucket guy, and like they have to set stuff up down the line, and that's just gonna, you know, it's gonna screw you up. It just, it kind of always does.
0: Jomie, what else we got, bro? We got a question from Ryan O'Toole. Ryan asks, "Who's the non-star that impacts winning the most, or the playing? Sorry, I got one for who impacts the playing the most? The non-star that impacts the playing specifically."
2: Oh, dang, that's a good question. That's very, like, new. Um, Jordan like, Poole,
0: a, he's
1: got to actually make some shots. Jordan, uh, Jordan Poole. Poole is
3: actually the latest addition to the big three of the Warriors. Jordan Poole. <laughs> okay.
1: right. I just want to say. Put some just, respect
3: on Jordan Poole. I just want to say,
2: I drove all the way. If you were living in California or from California, I drove all the way to Stockton to watch a G League Warriors game between the G League Warriors and the Stockton Kings because Jordan Poole kept getting demoted. And I just want to say, I am so proud of Jordan Poole for balling the fuck out of control right now. I respect his game. He is the exact same person that he was when he was 140 pounds soaking wet as a guard his rookie year. Shout out to Jordan Poole. That's going to be my pick. Just off the strength because he balled out today. Do y'all is that y'all is that a whole is that is that all of our pick is Jordan Wood or do we actually have someone? I mean, that he's, the only guy
1: on, he's the only other guy on the team that can score. I mean, that can shoot right, like they can but make. But there's him other a playing games three. though. There's other yeah. playing games. Is I, what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, but it's like the, the I, most
3: important there, playing though? game is obviously <laughs> this one, right? So <laughs> okay, oh, all, right, all right, Logan, I, I, I can't go.
0: believe, <laughs> Logan, I can't believe we talked about the Warriors, but you didn't <laughs> miss your boy, G T J T A. Juan Scott Anderson, bro.
2: You said the best non-star, and he is clearly oh, a star. Oh yeah, my fault. Oh, so, gotcha. my fault. I Heard you. You know, he's she gonna have the. You. He's gonna have the. Um, he's gonna have a statue in front of Oracle. Jomie, you, you know, know you know yeah, the yeah, base yeah.
1: sticks together. You know that yeah, already. Yeah, like, <laughs> he, you know,
2: he he's not he's not a rookie, but he's probably my rookie of the year pick.
0: For sure. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like he you know, he on that Ben Simmons tip. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get you. Yeah. Who else we got, Jomie? What's up? Uh, we got a, somebody asked. Uh, just is Steph better? Is Steph uh, better? Steph better. So, like, is, Steph better. You Steph know, so I, I, I guess he's better if than I anyone to, else in the league this year. Yeah, yes, like he's better than
2: anyone in the league this year. Yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah. Wow. I kind of agree,
1: man. I, I mean, he's, Jokic, he's been the best player this year. Is, is Jokic
0: having the best offensive season? Like at least from a center we've ever seen. Yeah, that's
2: fine. But, but like, do you do you go watch? Do you, What does Steph – like, Steph makes you watch. He's box office. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, I'm sorry. And, and I you're think not stopping just in your a, tracks a to watch Jokic.
1: Of being like, yo, you're the guy that's making this franchise competent and relevant, like, in every single way that that can be, right? Like, he's the freaking leader of the team. You know what I'm saying? Like, of the organization damn near. And he did that this year. I'm t- this team should not be in the playoffs man. It's just Steph is so amazing. That's it. That's it. That's that's it. Steph has the the Kobe Bryant
2: 2006 Memorial exactly. MVP trophy. Exactly. That he's probably he's the people's MVP of that year. I mean, I'm just I think that that we can all agree on that one. I think Steph, if their team was better, he'd run away with the MVP. I don't even think that's the the thing. Is Steph better, it
3: Steph better. Okay,
2: there we go. That's it. Yeah. Uh, That's it. <laughs> there, that, that there, Joe me. We got a we
0: got a great one from Sheku. He asks, "Is how do you feel about Bud signing his own pink slip by choosing to face the Heat?"
1: <laughs> 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 this is a great
0: question. Yo. This is a great question.
3: Oh,
2: man. I'm gonna let y'all take that this one. Is, y'all, go, y'all got that. Yo,
3: can we just can we just talk about how um, how strange these playoffs? You know, seedings have been in that sense. Like, before today, anybody from 1-3 to three could have potentially played the Lakers. Like, the best seed you would have wanted in the West was the 4th. Everyone else... Shout I mean, out to the one Clippers! I mean, 1-2 still probably got a shot. Of course, shout out to the Clippers. Uh, yeah, that sucks, man. Honestly, that's a tough one for, for the Bucks. I yeah think, and
1: and and especially because like you said earlier you mentioned it in a quite snarky way um that <laughs> Spol- Spolster's the anti-bud. He's the playoff adjustment king. Well, some people might say Nick Nurse is, but like Spoelstra will like try crazy new whatever type of stuff. He's going to throw the kitchen sink at you in a series and Budenholzer is going to play drop coverage against Tyler Hero. In the freaking playoffs.
3: But I, don't, I, do think, I do think the Bucks will get through them this time.
2: I have a question to that question. Is Budenholzer, is he the guy like Mark Jackson to just get them to a certain level and somebody has to take them over the top? Or is he the guy that would eventually lead them to a title?
3: Honestly, I think like I think if we're being honest, like Budenholzer is probably doing the absolute best with what he has, especially this so. year. Like the guy the, the guy has you got to give him credit, you know? Like honestly, I think the one thing everybody said was the Bucks are too predictable, they aren't adaptable. They changed a lot. I think that's going to be enough to get them through the heat. I think they are probably living up to their maximum potential, but their maximum potential is as a really, really solid, kick-ass defensive team that will probably be enough, you know, to beat the the Heat. Now that you know, Tyler, like, I don't think Tyler Hero is going to bring out the the same Tyler Hero that we saw last year. You know, haircut. there were a lot of things that went really, yeah, a lot of things that went really, really good for for the Heat throughout the entire playoffs that probably just aren't going to be the case this year. And offensively, if they aren't really firing that way, like they just they they aren't that team like you know like those guys Spo is awesome but those guys did a pretty good job of making him look good last year I just don't see that replicating itself and you know I, th- I, th- I think I think Bud's doing a good job man I think Bud's learned from his mistakes and he's got he's got them playing a lot better I think they're going to be more <sighs> adaptable in the playoffs as a result all of which just leads <laughs> me to the fact that, like, man, like you just you need somebody that can go get you a bucket. Yeah. And I know this mm-hmm. sound this sounds super duper sports radio, but yeah, it's just, but it's just, true. it just it just is what it is. Like I always say this, like it sounds reductive, but the playoffs are reductive. Like they reduce you down to component parts. And at the end of the day, like Giannis's jumper not going to hold up. Drew Holiday. At, under pressure you know like w- once he's been gamed out no I don't think so like it just isn't gonna work out the same way like it, there's a, there's a ton of teams that can do this for 60 games that just aren't gonna like as as Draymond calls them like there are 16 game players there are 82 games players and I do think the Bucks do have 16 game players I like their future promise but they don't have that guy and the guy who is their guy just isn't reliable in, down the stretch and it, it matters it just wow. matters
2: that was and very it, elegant. She killed that. She bodied that. That was fire. fire. fire.
1: Smoke the Bucks, and but and, and it is it does bear mentioning because we don't do it enough. Like the Bucks freaking stunk under J Kid. It was horrible. It was terrible what they were doing. And then Bud comes mm-hmm. in there, and they're a freaking 60-win team every single year, right? Like, there's something to be said for that. But, yeah, <laughs> they're not doing right. anything
0: in the playoffs. Jomie, <laughs> what we got, Brody? What's up? What's we
2: happening? got a
1: question from my boy,
0: David. Shout out to you, David. What's up, David? It's another It's another Steph one. Is Steph the best offensive player in the league with off-ball movement and playmaking and probably most efficient shot-making in the league?
2: That's a, that's a, that's a, a lot. That's a lot. A lot. lot. Uh, he's the best. He's the best. How about this? He's just the best player in the league right now. Can we just go with that? Like Does that that's, work? Or, like, I don't know. Like, yes. That's a bit
3: much. He was <laughs> the best.
2: He was the best player this year, right? No, no. Jokic
0: was.
1: That's Jokic was the best player this
3: year. Okay. Jokic or Embiid. Yeah, I would agree
1: with that. And I just think, uh, I mean, yeah, he's Excuse me, the I'm best sorry. I just, I'm like
0: hours
2: removed from watching. I'm still like, I got the. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You I get know it. how it the goes. You off. know he how it goes. I feel
1: like the floor of your offense with Steph is like, it's up here. You know what I'm saying? Like, the floor is the roof with Steph, mm-hmm. just by Steph being on the, the court. The
2: ceiling is the roof with Steph?
1: Yeah, the it, I, I'm always confused. Was that Jordan that said that? That was Jordan that said that. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. The ceiling is the roof with Steph. Um, and and just like he, just, the way he just blows the top off of defenses, is crazy. That being said, man, I really do think Jokic is the like most unstoppable one-on-one threat like <laughs> in the league right now. Like, like you, there's like maybe two guys who can hold up against him when he's like backing dudes down. He's making threes now. Or not making them. He's always been making them. He's shooting them now. Like I just think he's just. I don't know. He's amazing to me.
2: Is he the best off court guy? Is it? Was that the question? The initial question, Joey. Yeah, like off the ball. ball. Off ball. Yeah, I would say so. What do you What do you think, Eric?
3: I think Jokic has very similar properties to Steph as as an off ball player, and also just more importantly, I think as a non ball dominant player. Like he doesn't really need to touch the ball a lot to score. Similar way to Steph. Like, he provides a ton of gravity. He gets rid of it really quickly. He mm-hmm. kind of does similar... Like, obviously, he's not running all over the floor like Steph is. Like, is just kind of actually pretty stationary. But yeah. everyone else runs... <laughs> everyone else <laughs> runs around. He looks
1: stationary.
3: <laughs> yeah, well, he's... He kind of, like, he <laughs> operates in the same place over and over again. But he kind of is a lot like Steph in that he's always looking for something new to do. He's more of, like, a screen setter than he is somebody that's taking them. But he's, he's very similar in terms of the lack of ball dominance ratio to the, you know, offensive impact that he has on a team, which is so important now, I think, with the fact that, like, you're going to have so many superstars that are teaming up. It's what I think allow- allows KD to work with a lot of different superstars, too, is just, like, not needing the ball to be effective. And they both, I mean, they both have, have that. I'd probably, you know, I'd probably take Jokic's season over Steph offensively, but, I mean, it's, it's super close.
2: Show me. Ask us one more question. One
3: more question. All
0: right. We're staying in the East. Jordan Brewer wants to know, where do we go from here when Ben Simmons disappoints once again? (laughs)
1: Ooh. <laughs> damn
2: oh my oh damn okay. oh, Jordan. Jordan. go ahead Waz go ahead Brody you got Look,
1: this I, I'm not gonna lie I've, I've kind of been off of Ben Simmons since for a while like the the just the idea that he refuses to take a 12 footer is like to me like I can't take you seriously Um, they put him he was squarely on that damn trading block when James Harden became available. And they gonna put his ass right back up there. Like, it's not good enough. Um, I think Maury's a guy who understands like what it takes to actually win a championship and that's superstars who can go out and, like Searit said, get you buckets from the perimeter specifically. Um, ben Simmons is not long for this team, I don't think. I, I think they're gonna, they and they should, man. They, they would have made a killing by getting Harden for this dude. Um, he's gonna come out and he's gonna be a non-factor offensively for Philly in the playoffs. And I don't know that people are gonna be like, yo, I'm I'm in a rush to give this guy 30 million a year to um be scared to take 10 foot jump shots.
3: Wasbaum.
2: Well, Wasbaum. Well, was like, you know how eloquent Sirit was on on her boot holder yeah, vibe? The <laughs> that was better.
3: No, that was that, uh, was, that was better. That was a vibe.
2: That was a yeah. vibe. I couldn't even say it better myself. That was good. Sirit, do you have a do you have an answer for that?
3: I mean, I disagree, but I just I I just wanna let that so, you, you want let that breathe? You want let that breathe? Yeah, brief? exactly.
0: <laughs> I'll tell you what, Was. I'll tell you what. I was the biggest Ben Simmons guy. I was like, Houston, go get that dude. That's the dude you want. Um, If they come out in the playoffs and he stinks it up again, I might have to sell my stock. Just yeah, all mean, my Ben Simmons no. stock.
1: It's tough. You know all of the six eight Rondos, Aussie Rubio, all of those jokes. Like <laughs> I'm mean, like, some of it is warranted, man. Like I don't know if you're a six eight guy and you purport to be an elite perimeter player, and your best move is a is a jump hook from nine feet away. I, I like I'm sorry, bro. And I get it. He's a good transition player. He's a decent, pretty good playmaker, et cetera, et cetera. And like it's like a what you would want from a supercharged role player, but supercharged role players are not how championships get won.
3: I mean, I think he can be really useful to a championship team, just not in the way that we see him because like the stuff that he provides is actually very important to win a championship. Like just, you know, really reliable, smart ball handling, s- starting to screen a lot better. He's obviously a fantastic defender, can defend all five positions. Um, But He's so miscast in in the point guard role that it it really it really takes away from what he's able to do or like at least what his value is. But the Sixers haven't really used him like that as much this season. So I just feel like I feel like it's all an expectations thing with Ben. The problem though is is the money. Like for all the stuff that I just said, those guys they're not making Ben Simmons money. No, and that's that's essentially like I think the problem that the they Sixers make, are gonna have. They, they make to-
1: Mikael Bridges money.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, seriously, seriously, and you need a guy like that. But I think the problem is like if your resources are tied up in him, Ben Simmons can't help this team win a championship. It's just the problem is that he's also the best asset to go get a guy that will actually win them a championship. But the thing is, like, it's ironic. I feel like by the t- if they do go out and get that guy, then they're gonna be like, hey, it would be really nice to have a guy like Ben Simmons. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, he's supposed Word. to be the Melbourne Magic. You know? But. <laughs> I mean, in theory, you
2: know? It could be. You know what yeah. I mean? All right. Yo, man, I want to thank everyone on Locker Room for their questions that we answered on this show. If you want a chance to talk to us live after the show, get on Locker Room. We'll be doing more live shows throughout the NBA playoffs, so download the app and stay updated with at Ringer NBA on Twitter. That is at Ringer NBA on Twitter. I am saying that twice because Jomi is staring me right in the face and he might do bodily harm if I do not say that you need to stay updated on at Ringer NBA on Twitter. Follow the Ringer NBA show and the mismatch on Spotify and follow at Ringer NBA on Twitter for all your NBA play in and playoff needs. Holla.